on in, guys, because it's time for another episode of Outwatch, a Survivor Rewatch podcast. I am Alex, your host and guide, as always, and we've got a special episode here today as we are in between seasons, uh, having just finished up Survivor China and with our speed watch of Survivor Cook Islands here coming up. Uh, here's some nice in-between content for you. I am here with two of my friends, Sarah and Derek, who uh, have been partaking in their own Survivor binge of sorts over the last few months um, and have overlapped a lot of seasons that we have watched. Um, and so I, I just wanted to get their take on these seasons, too, as first time Survivor viewers, similar to our three quarters of our podcast. Um, as we watch some seasons too. So we're just going to talk through uh, their experience of the show and just just reminisce on all the fun times we've had out on the various beaches <laughs> accompanied by Jeff Probst. And Sarah has actually been uh, an integral part of this program since the beginning, since the, the artwork designer that you, every that's time right. you click on the pod, that's right. That's her handiwork. So. Before I knew anything about Survivor. <laughs> exactly. And look how well you cap, you captured it. That's right. <laughs> so, okay. Sarah and Derek have watched the following seasons to this point. Uh, started with Kageyan, right? Great place to start. Yeah. And then gone through some of the higher points from the early phases of Survivor. So we've got... Uh, Survivor Season 6, The Amazon, 7, Pearl Islands, 15, China, 16, Micronesia, 18, Token Chains, and you are uh, about two-thirds of the way through Heroes vs. Villains right now, right? Correct, correct. So of all of these seasons, which are all excellent seasons, um, with maybe like one potential exception, <laughs> uh, <laughs> which of these has been your favorite, um, and, and why has it been so memorable for you? Um, yeah, appreciate you having us on, Alex. Absolutely. Um, I, uh, I would have to say I, I really enjoyed China. Okay. Um, and I would say the reason behind it is, uh, I love Todd the mm -hmm. entire time he played, um, cause I liked all the moves he made. He played strategically. He, I mean, I feel like he did really well there in the show and I mean, I love James, even though he makes a huge idiotic mistake. <laughs> and honestly, the banter that Courtney has throughout the entire Dude. season is, is hilarious. Yes. I mean, that's probably my favorite part of it. Yeah. So. This is a Courtney Yates Stan podcast, if you didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, here, let me pull. This, we had to pull this entire scene to talk about it because this was one of the funniest things we've heard. This was... um. Courtney talking about her cave when everybody got back from camp. Here, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll remind you of it. The cave is the best thing I have right now. The cave is my happy place. What I don't like is when everyone and their damn mother decides that they like the cave too. It's like, you know, PG comes sidling up in there. And I'm like, I'm going to kill you. And then you want to start talking about stuff? No, get out of here. Get out. No talking in the cave. <laughs> cave is the best thing I have going for me right now. <laughs> so good. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that entire season, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah. Every episode was uh, up and down, and there was Courtney always had some kind of side comment going on mm -hmm. uh, in the background, which always made it enjoyable. Yeah. So. 
even from the get go where they're at the like the monk or the 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 temple mm-hmm. and the the monk is like trying to get her to fold her her hands and she like rolls her eyes at him. <laughs> yeah, she's like, I'm not doing this. Incredible. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited to talk about Survivor China more. That was the one that we just recently finished. So excited yeah. to get your takes on that, too. This is also an often used clip all the way back from episode one of Survivor China. The next like four or five episodes, every time someone got voted off, that's what Derek would say. Damn. <laughs> Damn. Um, a crazy day. The entire Dude. first five or six episodes. Like he was crazy. I mean, he was absolutely insane. Yeah. I mean, Good TV, though. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's the, the plus side of <laughs> Bad Survivor is usually good TV sometimes. Sarah, what about you? What's been your favorite season that you've watched? I think I liked uh, Pearl Island. Yeah. And I don't know if it was like determined. The, on- the only thing I ever knew about Survivor as a kid was my seventh grade pre-algebra teacher was obsessed with Rupert <laughs> when I was in seventh grade. Uh-huh. And I, all I remembered about him was that something with like tie dye was, you know, but I did, I thought, I thought maybe she was related to him. I thought <laughs> maybe like, but no, I just, during this watching, we realized he was from Indiana. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's the only connection she really had to him. But um, so I, that was the only person I knew out of any season, even vaguely. And, you know, how can you not like him in that season? Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> when he gets comes back from uh, the first time someone votes for him, <laughs> and he starts yelling at Johnny Fairplay. <laughs> He might he might actually kill somebody. It's like, right? that, it's like that night vision camera. <laughs> yeah. Right, right. Uh, yeah, the like green stuff. Yeah, oh, but I, I really like that season and I think it I mean out of I know we haven't watched all of them, but it's the only one we've seen where like all the people that got kicked off came back and I think that yeah. was pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. So Yeah. Yeah, that was a that was a twist for the, sure. The outcast twist, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wait till you get to. Well, you pr- you'll probably be tempted to or, or prompted to skip some of these late seasons. There's this twist uh, in seasons thirty eight and forty called the Edge of Extinction, where every player who gets voted off goes to the Edge of Extinction, and then like two times in the game, somebody just comes back into the game. Mm. but it's like so you know you could have the person voted out like second come back into the game at like the final six or whatever that's crazy it's bad yeah i I just like that one too i liked the because that was that was the season right after amazon amazon and i did not like that one yeah (laughs) that was our general consensus too is that well i mean i think in terms of the show being called survivor that that season was like Someone, someone might die out here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like it was scary. But and then the next season, it was just like everything was so pretty in the water mm-hmm. and, you know, go, Rupert and going and getting the fish. And it was just yeah. like, this is a lot better. Yeah. <laughs> well, the Amazon too was, is that the one with Rob? Correct. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that was the one that like, it almost like showcased like early 2000s TV. Well, like, and we could have flipped some of the episodes because yeah. they weren't even. Mm-hmm able to be aired anymore no way are, are you watching what? like on hulu 
Yeah. Yeah. yeah they cut out, we couldn't watch about three or four episodes. So we had to just read the Synopsis. notes of like who got voted off and what happened. Because, That's uh, nuts. I didn't know that they like screened some episodes out of who because on CBS All Access or now Paramount Plus, they're all there. Yeah, they're yeah. all there. But on Hulu, they've there's not they, they've taken yeah. them out because of they there said, was a couple of different reasons why yeah. some of the reasons were like some people were singing songs that were copyrighted. Oh, or OK. And then some of them were just like. Sexism. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's, it's rampant that season. Yeah. yeah. And that season is pretty bad. Yeah. Did you get the, the, the episode that got cut out too? Was the episode where they took their clothes off for peanut butter? I was going to ask. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We couldn't, so we didn't watch that episode. Wow. Yeah. They, we had to read a synopsis on it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That it's, it's, it's laughable, but it's basically like unprompted, right? They're like, Jeff, I'd take my clothes off so for some Oreos and peanut butter right now. <laughs> Rob Sesternino's like, Probst, get these ladies yeah. <laughs> some peanut butter stat. <laughs> yeah. And now he's a like prominent uh, podcaster for yeah. uh, Survivor, yeah. correct? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. He's the like, definitely has the largest um, like podcast. And it's like evolved, right? Such that it's not just about survivor but they have like shows on basically every like show that you would be interested in in watching right so wow. he's doing great for yeah. himself yeah he's a yeah. great person to it's do it happens when you come in but everyone knows up there was yeah if he was here he probably would have won mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like yeah nope. maybe the original like should have won but fell just short player you know yeah yeah i agree with that yeah well, cool. Yeah, let's go through just like some of our some of these seasons and talk about the things um, that you enjoyed about them or that like stick out. I've also got some some large questions here about some of your favorite players and and all that. Um, well, first, let's talk about like in this like season of the world, right? Like everybody has been watching or rewatching or binging like just about anything possible. Right. And I've like you're you know among many who have discovered survivor in this, this point of the history of the world, what like um, prompted you to like dive into it? Cause I was, when, when you first like told me you guys were watching, I was like psyched. Right. And then like next time you mentioned it, it was like, yeah, we've watched like seven seasons in a month. Or something. It's like, oh my God. Well, we, we only watch TV in the evenings after our son goes to bed, but yeah. it's like the only thing that we do you know, we can't really go anywhere cause he's asleep. So it's like, yeah. we can't really go out and do anything. And, you know, I think Derek was the one that brought it up. And I honestly think a lot, a large part of it was cause he had played the, well, that was after, but yeah, yeah. I think cause he knew you were doing that game. Yeah. 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 He knew that you had this podcast and that you really liked it. Well, and they, they added two seasons to Netflix mm-hmm. and it popped up like top of the bar. It was like season 28 and season 20. I was like, I've never watched this. So I want to give it a shot. Yeah. Like, I think I texted you. I was like, which one should we watch first? And yeah. so we ended up watching like the first like 10 seconds of 20. Of the of the one we, we're watching now. And you told us to switch to 28. And so we watched 28. Mm-hmm. And, and then we went numerically. Yeah. And we're like, all right, give us a list of like the best of the best. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we'll go back and watch them because that was uh, phenomenal TV. Yeah. So. Yeah. If, if there's any other viewers out here who are like looking to do, deep 
binge and and are new to the world of survivor google shannon gus uh like survivor list and she does a great job of like tearing out the seasons it's like okay if if you only want to watch the best ones right just watch these if you and then they're in four tiers right so basically you know which ones you can skip but also you're yeah. not like missing any good ones yeah you know, top tier two is uh worth playing for i think yes. is what she listed at so. uh-huh. Uh-huh. yeah yeah so kagian was the first one that you watched um give me your your overall um impressions of the season what like stuck out uh what's like the lasting image of kagian in your memory and what what about it like hooked you such that you wanted to like continue you know going back and watching i don't know what i will say to anybody listening i do not recommend starting with that one because it was very difficult to then watch amazon yeah. <laughs> right after that yeah <laughs> I mean, you, have, like, season. you don't have the right TV dimensions. You don't right. have like it's just a whole different world, and it was a very big adjustment to yes. go from that one to the next one. But yeah. I mean, I think the reason we liked it so much was, I mean, I don't watch a lot of reality television like that has a similar concept mm-hmm. of like competing against other people like big brother or, you know, other types of things. But I think what we like about it is that there's no way for any person to be in charge. Like everything flips so fast and the weakest person often is the deciding factor. Mm -hmm. And I think it's just like something that was brand new to us and very intriguing and just how obviously Tony. Yes. A crazy King Tony. <laughs> yeah. But at the same time, he wasn't good at challenges or puzzles. Right. At, he was like, terrible. And so I think the thing that like fascinated me about it was like every step of the game, like before the merge, after the merge jury, like there's so many different aspects of the game that you have to play. Yeah. Because if you're, too weak of competitor in the beginning, you get voted out. If you're too strong of a competitor in the middle, you get voted out. Yeah. If you're, if you're backstabbing people or too strategic and people find out about it, you get voted out. Yeah. So, I, I mean, all it, he did was just look for immunity idols. All the time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And he had the like God idol that he actually ended up yeah. not using, but. Well, yeah. he was like one of the we've seen so far that literally kind of bluffed the idols uh-huh. really well. Like he kept on saying, saying like I brought my bag with me. Yeah. I got my bag, my bag goodies. Tricks. You know, like well, yeah. <laughs> it's like we I mean, we hadn't seen anyone in the seasons yet like, literally like taunt just, them. Yeah, taunt uh-huh. them with like, yeah, I got it. Am I gonna play it? Like who knows? Yeah. Um yeah. Yeah, so. that is like a a big like a strategic evolution that he does bring is like the using it not even like for its power, but just like the specter of it to like get people to change the way they're going to do things. Well, I also don't feel that maybe they just don't show it. Cause I don't think they show a lot of that other than like the name and their heading of what they do. But yeah. like, he's the only one that they advertise that he str- like did not tell them what he did for a living. Mm-hmm. He basically lied from day. Yeah. <laughs> like first day. Yeah. Well, and there's also like, he does that flaunt at one time and like, they literally change their vote right there in council they're like go with number two yeah go with number two and you're like this is ingenious this guy is like playing this game far way better than uh-huh. anyone else is out there yeah yeah so hey 
Can I tell you a secret? <laughs> I'm not a cop. <laughs> Can I tell you and another I, secret? I can't remember her name, but the other cop, she was like, Sarah? I know. I know Sarah Lucina, yeah. yep. Officer Sarah. He's yeah. like, I know. I always can tell when people are lying to me, and he is not lying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he swore on like all his kids, his yeah. wife. Like. <laughs> I don't know why anyone believes any of that ever. Yeah. One of my favorite moments about that season. There's so much. This is my favorite season of all time. Like I'm on record as saying, Kagiyan's my absolute favorite because yeah, Tony is just in incredible television. Like the nobody ever has his combination of like being so fun to watch and also like winning usually it's mm -hmm. those players they like crash and burn you know and but he actually like gets the bag which is great but at the at final tribal when uh it's like trish brings that up and she's like so hot she's like you swore on your kid yeah. was it worth it no, seriously because <laughs> my sister died or whatever yeah. and tony's yeah. like yeah yeah it was <laughs> It's like, oh, <laughs> so cool. Yeah. yeah. And then at the reunion, she was like, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> We're cool. One of the things we talked about a lot was how I think like underrated Trish's role in Tony's win is, is like there's so many times where Tony's like blowing stuff up and getting people mad at him. Right. And like Trish is the one who comes in and plays the like calm role who gets them back on his side and like. Yeah, and then if Tony doesn't have a Trish. Wu did the same thing. Uh -huh. I mean. Yeah. Good old Wu. I think Spencer said goat probably about 18 times during the, the yes. <laughs> last little bit. Like, look what you, you literally could have taken her. I mean, <laughs> mm -hmm. whatever her name was at the end. I don't even remember her name anymore. Cass. Chaos yeah, Cass. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. She was annoying. Yeah. <laughs> Who is it that she flips off? Was it Tasha? I can't remember. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So this season also has one of the people I put down as my least favorite. Yes. Talk about it. Don't know for season twenty or it was this. Oh, season. this season. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Jatia. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Jatia. Beyond the rice dumping. Yeah. Well, that was about it. But yeah, she was just a nightmare. Yeah. We just watched and we and she kept staying. It was like two episodes. I think she stayed and we're mm -hmm. like, What's what happening? is happening? Yeah. Well, it's because they had freaking Garrett Adelstein on their tribe, too. It's like, yeah. everybody stay in the camp and don't talk to anyone. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? That was one of the, that, yeah, that's one of the like memes here. Let me pull this clip. That yeah, this this one got a lot of run for us too. It was from Garrett in that episode. This isn't fun for me right now. I, I have to be honest. <laughs> this isn't fun, guys. <laughs> um, so one of the like biggest gaffes like ever in Survivor happens this season too, which you've talked about. But is is Wu taking Tony to the end instead of Trish? Right? Like, were mm -hmm. you when this happened live for you? Were you like? floored or did or did you see him potentially doing this because when we watched it like the you know adam and emily and scott who had never seen this before too like like oh of course okay well Wu takes cast to the end and Wu probably wins like it sucks because tony's so much fun we'd love to see him get to the end but there's no way he takes him and then he and then he does yeah i i would say that I was surprised, but also 
Lou kept on like talking about like wanting to like bring the best to the end, uh-huh. you know, like, and so that honestly took away a little bit of the surprise mm-hmm. from it. Like just Wu being the person that he was like the entire show. And the fact that like Wu and Tony were like together from the very beginning. Right. I mean, it was, I mean, one was not without the other throughout mm-hmm. the entire time on any vote. So that didn't really surprise me, but it also, I know if anyone else were there, they would have went for the million dollars and took a cast. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so. I think I texted you like, right around this time. Cause you were like, who do you think is going to win? Mm-hmm. And I was like, I, th- I said, I hope either we or Tony, but I really hope it's not. And I, I, I said, somebody else, like, I think Cass, yeah. I think or somebody, but when it came down to it and we had to make the choice, I kind of thought he would take Tony. Yeah. So, even though Interesting. it was kind of probably not the best choice, but just based off of everything else he'd done and he, being a nice guy and he was really struggling with the turmoil of it of mm-hmm. well do I go back on everything I've ever done and not like try to play fair or do I try to play fair? Right. right. So Yeah. It's such a good season, man. It, yeah, and like really. so much entertainment. Like to this day I will this this leads into a, a question I have here soon. Um but I will say that the funniest moment in Survivor history is when uh, Tony speaks Lama to Cass. <laughs> it's, like, who is this guy? That he, like, <laughs> do I have to speak Lama to you? <laughs> and, oh I forgot about that, honestly. And God, it's so good. Here, we, we have it because this is important too. <laughs> Uh, so she good. said I had to talk to her like an animal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh last Kagion thing, unless we've got more to comb through, but uh we haven't really talked about Spencer Bledsoe to this point. Yeah. Um, other than his stump speech. Did you enjoy uh Spencer on your TV screen in this season? <clears throat> Sarah's shaking um, her head. <laughs> the first half the first half definitely not. Yeah. And then the set, it, he got better, I think. But mm-hmm. he, I don't know what, anno- I don't really know what <laughs> annoyed me about him. I, and I, this was like a couple months ago that we watched it. But I, I remember one situation where I just thought he was, because they went looking for the idol. A bunch of people went looking yes. for an idol. And then remind me of what happened. Yeah. With that. So he like dekes out uh, Cass and ends up finding it. But like, I think I, I'm trying to remember the exact sequence it was of like in the side of a river like a yeah. riverbank cliff thing well Wu found the clue and in, in his oh pants yeah that's right. that's right yeah yeah and then yeah spencer was really offended that Wu would like steal it from him yeah yeah really. i don't know he just that was also the first and only season we've seen where they had three tribes at mm. the beginning mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so that was really interesting too to have them in like yeah. the preconceived Brains, and I beauty, I and brawn. Really dumb questions <laughs> concerning their categories. Yeah, for sure. Do you feel like you just got everything you wanted because you're beautiful? Just this is Survivor in the 30s, especially man. Because once starting season 33, they plant down in Fiji. So every season from 33 on is in the same location. So it's a new like 
theme each time instead of like survivor yeah. africa or survivor mm-hmm. samoa it's like mm-hmm. so 33 um is like millennials versus gen x which is which is an excellent season but then like some of these uh, man are so bad the worst in my estimation is uh survivor heroes versus healers versus hustlers <laughs> like what are we doing <laughs> like, <laughs> healers and hustlers what yeah yeah wow it, yeah, uh, a couple other Kageon clips just to share with you because I <laughs> have to pull them out, um, especially talking about that scene. Um, this one's pulled from that scene. This is Wu. Boom! Sonic the Hedgehog style. <laughs> <laughs> that, was like, that was like the first interview that they really did with Wu. They hadn't, show, they hadn't yeah. given him like any air to None. And so, like, we, we watched that and we were like, so this guy has, like, a personality? Yeah. <laughs> right? He just found his, he was in his element here. Yeah. This is related to, this is Spencer, Spencer's imitation of Wu. I don't remember, I don't know if you remember this, uh, this confessional, but he's, like, frustrated about working with Wu because it's, like, so hard to talk strategy with him. And this is Spencer being Wu. Yeah, something to consider, right? <laughs> <laughs> so good. Not bad at all. Um, okay, just a couple, a couple other Tony ones, and then a big Jeff one that we used a lot. There's this Tony one. I probably pooped on myself. <laughs> um, and, and this is one that we uh, that I, I probably don't play a whole lot, but we definitely like mimic a lot. This is Jeff at a live tribal. It's happening right now. <laughs> so anyway. Oh my gosh. Uh, the last other Kageon thing, the uh, Sarah Lucina merge boot episode. This is, in my opinion, one of the like best single episodes of Survivor. Do you guys remember this? It's um, it's like a, a split down the middle, right? And Sarah. Yeah. And then they mm-hmm. vote out like Sarah instead. And there's like idols flying everywhere. Yeah. 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 If, if you're trying to just watch one single episode of Survivor just for fun, that's a top five choice right there if you ask me yeah because she she had it in her head that she was the deciding factor mm-hmm. and then i can't was it tony who ended up like turning it on like her with like everybody was, else yeah it was tony and trish i think yeah because they're like well she can't have all this power mm-hmm. she's got to go <laughs> yeah whatever because she was the first person in the um jury correct. wasn't she yeah correct. yeah she was Officer Sarah, mm-hmm. <laughs> let you you mentioned something that I want to get your um your read on when you're talking about Wu and like not getting a lot of airtime. Now that you've like seen a few seasons here, like have you started to pick up on like editing mm-hmm. signals, right? Because this is like a thing, especially the people who are deep into Survivor, right? There's this whole thing called edgic which is editing logic and people can basically give time to the people that are going to be gone in the first two episodes exactly yeah they do it on the bachelor yeah same thing <laughs> it's reality tv yeah yeah but people can basically like by episode three say in you know with pretty good accuracy like this player wins the season based on like the number of confessionals and what they're talking about and so on and so forth is it and I don't recommend going into that because it kind of ruins the experience. But yeah. is this something that you've like started to pick up on or like 
Derek mentioned it the other day. I don't know if it was this season or the last one, but he was like, they've been showing way too much of this person. That means they're pro- like mm-hmm. either something big's happening or they're going to go home. Yeah. Or, or even like in, we're in, we're in season 20 right now and we're only about halfway. And I think I have a good guess who's going to be in the finals just based off of this. Yeah. Um, don't tell me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, it's just the fact that like they don't give a lot of, like, like you said, they don't give a lot of people airtime or they'll, they'll give someone more airtime than the other, or they'll, they'll just have like one-off conversations like here and there mm-hmm. just to show you that they're there still. And then they all of a sudden become like this major factor at the end of the game. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. no, definitely, definitely picking up on that yeah. <laughs> as we continue to binge through all of it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's definitely it like ebbs and flows. Right. And like the transparency, yeah, like even this season, like, the beginning there was a lot of poverty yeah and now she's kind of like on the back burner Mm -hmm. and then i feel like she'll probably come back here in an episode or two but it was like all poverty all poverty and now and then the last episode it was like nut she was barely on the show yeah yeah Yeah. queen parv yeah let's talk about (laughs) Uh, go ahead (laughs) she knows what she's doing in this game Uh, yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> definitely survivor route like Mount Rushmore, Parvati for sure. Yeah. yeah, who have been? We've talked about this a little bit, but let's talk about some of your like favorite or least favorite like individual players. You know, of the seasons that you've seen, who are like, yeah, the players that you found yourself really like rooting for, um, or that you would love to see, you know, as often as possible in a season of Survivor. Uh, beyond Rupert, of course, because who doesn't? <laughs> I mean, Derek and I really, we were talking about this before, and we really have a similar person for the person that we don't like that much. And it kind of, I feel bad about it, sort of, because I didn't not like her until the finale of her first season. Uh-huh. And I think Derek probably feels the same, but yeah. it's Amanda. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's, just, it's so hard to watch her be so and everyone talks about it I guess but like she looks, so sad she looks like there. she mm-hmm. feels like why was I put here <laughs> like, <laughs> why am I here why is the world so hard on me like you, you, have a, you have a one in two one in three chance of winning a million dollars be a little bit like, I don't want, I don't want to vote for someone who looks like they're going to cry if they win yeah <laughs> <laughs> so we uh yeah, we just finished the episode where she finally went home. Yeah, first ever time in three times. I know. And I mean, you have to applaud her for that. And I mean, she's crazy. I feel like this season she was a little crazy. Mm-hmm. She was a little crazy oh. fighting, fighting Danielle for that clue. I was going to say, yeah, did you guys get the yeah. scene in the, the reward challenge? Yeah, that was yeah. wild. Yeah, and she was just like, I don't know, but I mean, how crazy that, like, when she went to go, when they merged, she went to go talk to Parvati and Parvati immediately was like, Amanda's lying to me. And then she just gave away her two idols. Like, dude, like, is Amanda, just a queen. like yeah. Amanda's going to watch that and be like, oh, so this whole thing was my fault. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that, um, that episode you referred to with the two idol play by Parvati is recently there's this, um, this countdown on inside survivor.com that did a countdown of the best single episodes ever. And that was what landed at number one. For I, them. I thought for sure the second one was going to be for herself. Mm-hmm. 
And then to give it to Sandra, who she doesn't really even like, uh-huh. was just yeah crazy. And you then on what, that Jeff? same, kind of on that same thing though, with people, even though she's on the villains, I think Sandra is probably one of the best strategic players who like yeah. no one thinks is strategic. Yeah. And I don't know why after watching her on Pearl Islands mm-hmm. because she obviously won and like her brain goes so fast all yeah. the time, but she doesn't, she chooses when to share what her brain's thinking mm-hmm. a lot better than I think a lot of people do. Yeah. Also, I, I was telling Sarah, one of my favorite moments on survivor right now is when Sandra takes the fish yes. after the river gets voted out and <laughs> is going to go toss them like into the ocean yeah. and she like trips in the woods and then blames it on the uh, blonde girl. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And she's yeah. like, I didn't do it. And then yeah. they interview, she's like, yeah, I did it, but I'm not telling anybody. <laughs> yeah. 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 I laugh so hard at that part. I, I was Incredible. That was one of the funniest. Yeah. Sandra's in that like same category where she is both just great TV because she hits you at not maybe you don't see it so much like at camp or whatever, but in confessional mm-hmm. man, she lets you know what she's thinking. Yeah, yes. and she's obvi- she's obviously a great player. You know, yeah. yeah. I mean, and like in Pearl Islands, I think if you did one of those like word clouds, you mm-hmm. know, where it's like the most. The word you say the most shows up. All she would say is like, as long as it's not me, yeah. I'll vote. As long as it's not me, I'll vote for whoever you want, as yeah. long as it's not me. <laughs> and what Sandra does, I, I'm trying to, yeah, what Sandra does in Pearl Islands and that you like see her beginning to do um, to where you're at in, in this season too, is she like, plays herself as the foil to the people that the person that they don't like, right? Where she just like said, okay, I'm taking Johnny Fairplay to the end because everyone hates him and I'm just going to be the anti Johnny Fairplay, right? And ultimately mm-hmm. he doesn't make it to the end, but it like that sort of strategy works out mm-hmm. really well for him. Um, yeah. And she's like doing the same thing with Russell, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, she's, she's a, a great player. Yeah. I like her. Uh, another um, oft-used clip um, comes from Sandra all the way back from the Pearl Islands. Um, uh, the first episode. In a sexual way. <laughs> <laughs> she killed it in that first episode, though. Yeah, uh-huh. Going up to the village. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, that was one of the more... <laughs> Compared to... And then Rupert, like, steals her shoe. Yeah. One of the cooler, like, openings that Survivor's ever done, yeah. I think. Yeah. Well, it, it set the tone, because I think the other team with Savage as uh-huh. the leader over there, they lost, like... Everything. Ten mm-hmm. in a row, eight in a row, something like that. Yeah. Like... It wasn't good. Was destroyed. And, like, you could, like, they were coming into, like, the final few challenges for the merge, and they're just, like, the look on their face every time they walk up, they're just like, yeah, you guys are just barely living. Yeah, there. yeah. <laughs> We recently did um, a so there's this website called Brant Steel, which does like Survivor and other game show like simulations. Mm-hmm. And so you can like plug in players or whatever and then just like say, OK, we're it's Survivor Kageon. And it'll say like, OK, this person bonded with this person. This person got voted out, whatever. So we did an episode where we plugged in like Outwatch memes as the players. Um <laughs> 
and yeah, a lot of these seasons were pretty well represented. We had um, we had Pelican Pete from Pearl Islands um, playing. We also had Balboa the Snake. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to think. The GMC Envoy. <laughs> uh, really funny. It was pretty good. It was pretty good. Um, okay, I, I've got a. Since we've been talking about Pearl Islands, I just have to pull out some of my clips here. Um, <laughs> Let's let's do the Rupert package first. I'm ready to cry. Um, this is this is often quoted. I didn't know they made such an animal. <laughs> <laughs> um, we've got this one too. Talk about getting some honey or smoking something, drinking something. <laughs> oh, that's never. Uh, they're all sitting around the fire with Fairplay, aren't uh-huh, they? Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, Fairplay's getting drunk as crap. And this, this may be the best. I mean, in a sexual way, it's tough to beat. But this is another great Sander clip. You know what? I can get it out too. What the? F- <laughs> <laughs> uh, that season was so good too. Because I mean, love him and hate him, Johnny Fairplay. Yeah. I mean, the whole grandma scene, which I know is like infamous. Uh, yeah. I mean. Yeah, I mean that whole thing was incredible, and like whenever he like pulls off, it's like yeah, she's probably just watching. Uh, Springer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Did you guys know about this before you watched this? Because it was like it was huge when it happened. Yeah, no, no I had no idea. I never. Mm-mm. So did did you like buy it as it was happening, or did you? Because Sandra never bought it, but everyone else pretty much does. Uh, I can't remember if I bought it or yeah. not. Yeah, I can't either. I mean, it was one of those things. I think I did. I think though. we were. Like, I was too distracted, feeling kind of bad for him that like none of his family came and literally just like his Thunder D, <laughs> his mushroom Thunder D. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, dang, no mom, no dad, no siblings. Yeah, and I don't know. I don't know what happened with him into the next season where he literally he was a, there for like an episode and then was like, I have to go home, dude. You know what it is? Is that he uh, negotiated his appearance uh stipend or whatever and then was mm-hmm. like peace <laughs> i'm out <laughs> screw it <laughs> yeah he's like some excuse about like his it wouldn't go home to his kid and i'm sure he well, teach his own but yeah, yeah. He, he literally was like i'm out of like, here just vote me out guys i'm ready <laughs> yeah yeah he got <laughs> he got what he came for yeah um uh, yeah I, oh another thing from that we laughed about this a lot too from that um loved ones visit freaking um dara's whatever boyfriend best friend whatever high school sweetheart you remember this no it was like some ambiguous relationship but they were so bad one of the questions was like what oh, would their yes. like last really meal cool. be or whatever and yeah. this dude put cornbread and milk <laughs> <laughs> what? I forgot about this. I forgot about that. Yeah. What is that? <laughs> he was like the first one to jump off the plank. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, Dara also one of the original like uh makes it deep into the game is like final six and you, you get to the final six and you're like, who is this person? Like have they yeah. been here this yeah. whole time? Just totally underedited. Yeah, she she was the mortician too, right? Yeah, so like, that's probably yeah. interesting. Yeah, and then and then went into modeling. I think is what she said on the like the reunion show. Like she's like, yeah, I'm switching things up. 
Yeah, uh, clearly terrible and confessional. <laughs> Otherwise, there would probably be something there. Yeah, Pearl Island's great. That's the one that I, I do recommend, like, for new watchers, because I think it's I think it's the best truly classic season. You know, like season eight is Survivor All-Stars. So, like, that's the first returning player season. Everything before that is kind of like the first iteration of Survivor. Right. And I think, yeah, Pearl Islands is the best. And it may be just like it's a, maybe like a top four season ever on its own. Right? Yeah. And so, yeah, you get like the old, old school Survivor experience. But it's also like really entertaining. A lot of the early it ones are tough to get feel old. I think that was like, yeah, compared to the other ones, it feel it, especially going back and watching it now, it didn't feel that old. Mm-hmm. I think another thing from that season was when that I can't remember the guy's name, but he lost the fishing spear. Oh, yes. Was that Burton or Sean? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then Rupert looks for it for like two days and uh-huh. finds it out in the middle of the ocean. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And he just comes up screaming. Psychopath. Okay. What about, I think that we've kind of talked about this, but any other like single moments, right. From the seasons that you've watched that we haven't really like hit yet that you um, really like that have stuck with you. Right. We I guess we, we haven't really talked about China or Micronesia or token chains yet. Um, yeah, we have to, I don't remember which location was the fans versus favorites. Uh huh. Yeah, that's Micronesia. Yeah, that one. We really liked poor Eric. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> we really liked him and what an idiot. It was so sad <laughs> when he made that huge mistake. Yeah. Because yeah. they, they nicknamed the, the women that made it to the end. Uh, Parvati. Yeah, Parvati, Amanda, Suri. Suri. They, they were called like what? The Black Widow the Black Squad? The Black Widow Brigade. Yep. Yeah, Black Widow Brigade. Yeah. And poor Eric. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Literally, I don't know what was going through his mind, but the funniest part about that was James in the corner mm-hmm. during the whole thing, just like laughing his ass off. Yep. Like, yeah. <laughs> just continuously just rolling in the ground over yeah. there. Yeah. 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 That uh, of like, even to this day, right. When you do like, when you, you survivor does like a super cut of the dumbest moves ever in survivor. It's like, it's Eric Reichenbach giving the idol to Parvati and it's James getting voted out with two idols in his pocket are yeah. like one and two, Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. so we, we, just, we just got a replay of it. Cause with JT doing his mm-hmm. move on uh, season 20 and uh, obviously not panning out the way he wanted it right. to pan. <laughs> the, way, the way that Parvati read that letter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, an, that's up there too. That's probably number three is JT yeah. giving the idol to wrestle. Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about China. So Derek, you said that China is your um, favorite season and uh, especially because of like Todd Herzog's game, which is, yeah, of course, excellent. Um, and yeah, the mm-hmm. antics of Courtney and James Showboat. Um, <laughs> don't buy for Apple. That's Just right. <laughs> so one thing I think that the, the most when we talked about this season, the two like lasting things um, from this season that are so exceptional 
for us were like the use of the location right and that like they did such a good job of utilizing like the location of china and like going cool places and like showing off the um where they were in a way that's like hard to do most other places and then mm-hmm. especially like todd's end game and especially the like final tribal council right where we're basically set up to it's like a toss-up going into final tribal and he he wins it at final tribal which is a, a super rare thing um were you like impressed by that the final tribal council especially too or um yeah, yeah. That, that was the one where it was amanda and courtney up front uh-huh and, i mean <clears throat> every question that got thrown todd's way he answered correctly especially with uh and honestly there was one question he answered that like he probably would have could have lied and chose not to. Yeah. Well, and then, who was it? John, John, John uh, Robert. Robert. Um, yeah. <laughs> when he's asking the about like poker. Yeah. I mean, and how he like boosted his ego to get his vote mm-hmm. during yes. final tribal. Yeah. He literally like, it's like, you were the best one out there. I had to get rid of you. <laughs> you were so amazing. And he ate that up. Yeah. He loved it. Yeah. yeah it was you're perfect. Yeah, he's like, all right, I'll vote for you, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the, the like, Jean Robert of it all is really the perfect, like, symbol for what Todd does at Final Tribal, like you said, where he, like, answers to that person what that person, like, needs. And then, yeah, the Jean Robert's, like, voting confessional is, like, congratulations, you just stole a million dollars, which is, like, the, you know, mm-hmm. the wrapper on it. Yeah, it was so good. Mm-hmm. And... and- so since we're we're not looking up anybody, like we're not googling them afterwards yeah. because yeah. obviously people come back. Does Todd ever come back? Or so does- I'm glad you asked about this because Todd's like post survivor journey is very um, like interesting, and he talks about it. I'll actually send you a um, an interview that he's done recently. So the long and short of it is that after he was on Survivor, he like r- became an alcoholic and like got um, yeah was in like a really bad place to the point where he his like parents had him like go on Dr. Phil and stuff. And he was like, Oh wow. <laughs> yeah. Like on Dr. Phil and like went to rehab. It was like a long like struggle, you know, but um, recently in the last few years has like sobered up and um, like recovered and is doing really well. Um, and now he like, he like makes custom like Funko pop sort of <laughs> like toys. So you really? could like, you could like send him an email and say like, Hey, make a, I don't know, a, a chaos cash <laughs> Funko pop if you wanted it and he would like make it for you. But anyway, because of that, he's like never played again. Um, gotcha. And which is disappointing because he's like uh, right there at the top of my list for people I would have loved to see play again, especially like season 40, right? Is all former winners. And it, man, I would have loved to see him come back for an all winner season. I think he would have done really, really well. So, yeah, uh, he he hasn't come back to play, but I really yeah. I really hope that there's like it you know continuing that he yeah obviously personally continues to like be doing well and is in a place where he can. Um, I would hope that Survivor would have a spot for him too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So unfortunately, yeah, that's that's his one game, but freaking everybody else in China does <laughs> return. Yeah. You've seen most of them in, in Micronesia. Well, already, what's crazy so. is like during this season, um, 
20, you know, Amanda and Parvati hit their 100 days. Mm-hmm. And James, if he wouldn't have gotten hurt all these times, like he was on the same amount of seasons, you know, the yeah. exact same seasons as Amanda. Mm-hmm. So he just, he had a rough go of it. Yeah, he had some bad luck. Um, let's see, what else? What have we not talked about? Um, we haven't talked about Coach at all. Yeah, give me your, your token sheens. <laughs> Tarek likes watching Coach. I love Coach. The Dragon Slayer. <laughs> it, every time, anything he says or does is just... Hilarious. It's a hoot. Yeah. I mean, his little Tai Chi he does in the mornings and... I think that there, there was one part in the episode we're watching right now, All Stars, where like he's literally leading group morning like breathing exercises, uh-huh. and Russell over there like digging for the idol, and he's like he sealed his deal. Like <laughs> and it's like I just like when he on his original season, um, where he finally goes to exile, and he's like, "Yes, I'm not going to build a fire. I'm not going to eat." <laughs> And then he comes back and he's like, I feel amazing. And then he like almost dies when he's doing that foothold thing. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> he's like, oh, the coach, yeah. yeah. The coach exile Island scene is just one of, it goes down in survival. So we did history. look up some such stuff about coach yeah, yes, on yeah. the internet. Yeah. And apparently like whatever job he had at the time, he told him he was just going to be gone for like a week. And Whoops. then he was like gone on Survivor and like never. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. So Adam, who is a regular on Outwatch, his dad is a soccer coach or was a soccer coach and has coached with coach before. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which is oh nuts. Yeah. Token cheese is, is less fresh for me, but that's definitely on our like list here coming up. Coming up soon. Um, what about S- Stephen Fishback? L- the the age old token Sheen's question is the like, okay, JT wins in a landslide over Fishback, but w- how much did Fishback actually like contribute to what JT was doing? And especially now that you've seen him kind of you know crap the bed in Heroes versus Villains, it kind of may really confirm like that. Steven. Yeah, yeah. I was, I was gonna say Stephen was probably one of my top players that I, I enjoyed watching. Yeah. Uh, he's like this city boy who literally has like no survivor. They were the, like, they were the coolest pair of friends. Yeah. yeah. It's great. <laughs> Even though they like literally like started like crapping on each other at the end, <laughs> you know, like yeah. watching their friendship, like go down the drain. Yeah. Like, yeah they, they shouldn't have brought each other. Um, <laughs> but no, I mean, I, I think he played, I mean, he was, they called him the wizard mm-hmm. in the show. Like, I mean, I think he was the brains while I don't JT think, was the brawn. I don't think JT would have started thinking strategically as soon as he did without him. Yeah. I think he was just kind of like, I can just like do good in the challenges. and mm-hmm. But then because he had him to bounce ideas off of, he started thinking, okay, well, I actually have to think this through more yeah. in advance. Yeah. Well, and Stephen left JT in the dust with Taj. It only, the only mm-hmm. reason they kind of like, Root back together was because JT found Taj's idol, yeah, in the bag and like told Steven. Steven's like, Oh, yeah, yeah, forgot about that, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I really like her too, yeah. Taj is another one that's like has never played again, but is high on a lot of people's lists. That, like, well, she said she never would, yeah. She- I'm really surprised at how far she made it with her being Eddie George's wife, right? Like, I- I thought that was going to be a bigger deal than it was in yeah. that one episode. Mm-hmm. I thought we were going to vote her out because of that. Yeah. And like, oh, well, she's married to an NFL star. 
let's just go ahead and get rid of her. Mm-hmm. I just need the money. Mm-hmm. So, but like there's, there's not many episodes where or many seasons that we've seen that like literally lead to the question of, do they deserve the money or do they? Well, it, I mean, it does for second place. Yeah. But, second place. A lot of times they're like, I went with her cause she has a family mm. or. Yeah. I, I guess Sandra kind of. One, yeah, got a lot of votes for that. But. The most that I think we've seen it in these seasons that we've overlapped on is talk uh, Denise in China, where they're like they don't take Denise to the end because she has like such a compelling story for why she could win because she's a yeah. lunch lady, <laughs> you know, and could use the money. Yeah. Well, that that was an interesting thing too. Like, I guess I looked up Denise afterwards, and whenever she says she like lost her job, and then like the whole catastrophe mm-hmm. that happened after that with like them giving her money and then finding out that, Oh wait, she didn't really lose her job. Right. <laughs> yeah. That was tough. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, and, yeah. Remind me to send you that interview with Todd. It's so funny. One of the things he talks about was how in the like post game circuit where they would like party and stuff or whatever, that Denise would just bring a backpack full of Bud Lights places. <laughs> <laughs> just excellent. <laughs> The mullet's ready to party. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) Here, I I failed to do this. Let me hit you with some of my China clips. Um, We got the dam. This is from Sharia. Also, uh, thing we didn't talk about in China, the worst swap screws of all time for Aaron and Sharia. They just had no chance. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, this is Sharia. Did you not hear what came out of my mouth? Did you, did you not, did you not hear what came out of my mouth? <laughs> She's great. Um, oh, this is, this is Jeff when Dave takes his clothes off. This is odd. Because <laughs> that that, that's the one where he literally like right off the bat just takes yeah, his clothes off. gets naked. <laughs> uh, a couple good James ones here. Focus, children. <laughs> this one, I do like to use this one a lot. This is like a a, res- a response. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, and a couple, couple um, other Courtney ones here too. Boo challenges, yay feast. <laughs> uh, here's the last one. I enjoyed. Okay, uh, I'm about to blow your minds with something. Did you know? Actually, two things. First, uh, so Jamie and Eric, Eric the Virgin. (laughs) Yeah, they're married. Yeah, they're married. They have a kid. They they had a glow up. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) (laughs) Eric, Eric, also in that same category as like Dara of like Final Five, who is just nothing. Yeah, (laughs) absolutely nothing. Um and like hasn't had a lot yeah yeah well is bringing nothing I, well, to the table. I don't want I don't want to jump around seasons too much uh-huh. but one person that we also really liked is Tyson yes uh-huh Tyson comes <laughs> back a few like times Tyson. yeah Tyson is a unique he just was so mean but yeah. in such a funny way he is hilarious yeah he's hilarious just loved him yeah. Yeah, man. Token Cheens is a stacked cast between Coach, uh, Coach Tyson, JT, Fishback. That's like a great few characters. Yeah. Um, speaking of, they it was a fairly short relationship, I believe, but Courtney Yates and Stephen Fishback dated as well. 
Really? Yeah. I saw a picture of them, but I didn't want to click on it to see if uh-huh. it, you know. <laughs> the Survivor losing finalists. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hmm, that's interesting. Um, I wanted to ask you, too, what what questions about the show uh, do you have? Like, either from... I don't know, like, uh, obviously I'm, I never have been on or <laughs> at survivor, but I, <laughs> yeah, I watch it a lot and have read a lot about it, but either, so either like, you know, logistical or whatever questions or things that happened in the seasons that you watched that you were like confused about, or didn't know why someone did something. Do you have any, um, any questions? Um, any questions? Yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure if I have any questions. I think I'm thinking about the other question that you had kind of like mentioned to us, Uh which was, I I mean, I didn't know anything about Jeff. So I I think one of the questions is like, I don't understand him all the time. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i think sometimes like you're so used to like hosts of shows like this just kind of like being very like in this line mm-hmm. like, anytime they do anything outside of that it's kind of like what are you doing yeah. mm-hmm. and so i think that one thing we've definitely always have to be like why like dang he's not happy like anytime yeah. Cause I mean, he's obviously never competed on the show. Mm-hmm. He has no like. I mean, he's the host of the show, but he's not like the inventor of the show. Right. And so like, I think it's sometimes we wonder like, why does he get so mad when these people like don't try their hardest? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think we saw it first on Pearl Islands whenever when Austin quits. Well, yeah. When Austin yeah. quits and he, he like was visibly like angry, seething, like yeah. he like, was like, I'm not even going to extinguish your flame. I'm just going to throw it to the side and leave it here. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> and then yeah. you, we, we just saw it in All Stars where um, they're doing the challenge where you have to like stand on top of the pole for as long as you can. And Candace. Uh, yeah, Candace decides just to kind of like get off. Like she's like, all right, I'm done. And mm-hmm. just like, what are you doing? <laughs> are you serious right now? <laughs> yeah. But then there's also the instance of the older woman from the fans versus favorites with the curly hair who gets the very first immunity, the very first idol when they get on fans versus favorites that's attached to that boat. Where she's like, I can't, she I has can't feel my daughter. I can't anymore. feel my daughter and I need to go home. I forget it, about this. I, I can look up her name really quickly, but she has really curly hair. She's the oldest one on the fans. Wow. Yeah. Um, I forgot all about this. Because she was, uh, she was with uh, the blonde older gentleman too, and like she decides to go home on like day like twenty something because she's like Kathy? I can't feel my daughter over the ocean anymore. <laughs> I'm a, I think her name starts with an S. I'm a, I'm about to find it here. Is it? Is it but Kathy? Jeff, Kathy Sleckman? Yes, yeah. Kathy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But Jeff is very Cause, like because she's like. I just can't do it anymore. I can't do it anymore. I have to go home. So she quits too. But he's very like, you tried your hardest. Like, I completely (laughs) understand. Yeah. Like, it's okay. (laughs) 
Yeah, to be fair, I don't really remember any of the fans from this season other than Natalie Bolton and Eric. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. Prince Jason Siska. It's a king stick. <laughs> Did you guys- <laughs> That's a stick. God, that was, that was great. Do you great scene. Uh, Eliza Orleans is now like the the federal district attorney for New York City. Really? really? Yeah. She's like Hilarious. hot stuff. That's crazy. Yeah. I mean, we, I mean, overall, we, I think we both have enjoyed it a lot more. I think we thought maybe we'll get burnt out on it. Yeah. You know, watching back to back, but it's a really nice thing to watch. And yeah. it makes you think. And well, it's, it's, the thing that's kind of crazy to me too. And I guess this could fall under the question, but like, so they're doing two seasons per year. Correct. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Is that is that what's happening? Yeah. Because I mean, for them to have was it forty seasons now? Forty. Yeah. yeah, forty. Yeah, and I guess starting back in like two thousand. Because I, I remember this coming on, but I didn't know it was a two season per year type thing. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah, and the like production schedule has changed a lot throughout its history, but like they got into this groove here in the thirties, where basically they would like. Hi, Copper. (laughs) They would like shoot season of the two, right? They would like shoot season one and then, you know, like edit or whatever. And then it would be basically they would like shoot them almost like back to back, right? Such that the second season of the two was shot before the first one aired, you know? Mm -hmm. yeah yeah, it is really interesting and there's this like weird meta game of like you know you think okay the players that are going out are they've just watched the season we just watched and they're basing the way they think and their games off that and where in reality a lot of times it's like actually no it was two seasons ago that they're Mm -hmm. um they're thinking like so it's it's interesting and i I know that there's I think I've, I've stumbled upon a survivor. I don't even know her name is on TikTok who talks a lot about like behind the scenes. Oh, is it, is it Wentworth or is it Lauren Beck? Lauren Beck. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. And she's like explaining like the first week of being like being there and like you're living in a tent. So like there's like survivor before there's survivor. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and like no interaction. And then also talking about, where everyone goes after they get voted out mm-hmm. and like, uh, which I think we got a little bit of a glimpse of that this season where um, I think coach or somebody says like, have a shot for me. And he's like, I'll be drunk in 10 minutes uh-huh. or something. Like that. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, Ponderosa. Uh, yeah. So, so Ponderosa, what, what is that? Like, I mean, so, it, yeah, it's like the resort where they they stay in. Right. And and typically what happens is like the players that get voted out pre-merge, they go to Ponderosa and then they go on the pre-jury trip so that Ponderosa clears out for everybody in the jury. Right. So like and this like creates some funny scenarios when you think about it of like every player who's voted out pre-merge is basically forced to like go on a vacation together. <laughs> um, and so and then every. Yeah. And then it clears out for everybody who's in the jury to like sequester there or whatever and um, do that, that part of the game. But yeah, there's some like funny in like all returning player seasons where, you know, everyone's like imagining 
the pre-jury trip with these six players or whatever is is like mm-hmm. really funny sometimes. Yeah. Some of the recent seasons too, they'll like put videos out, um, like on YouTube of the players, like when they come to Ponderosa. So there's some like behind the scenes stuff you could see too. Gotcha. Anything else, guys? Thanks for sharing your your binge takes with us. Yeah, we still have a couple to go. Yeah, yeah. a few more to go. So, so what do you? What's after Heroes vs. Villains for you? After Heroes versus Villains. If we hadn't watched 28. I think there's one between 28 and 20. Um, I think it is. Is it Philippines? Do you get 25? We go to, yes, 25. That's one of my favorites too. And then we watch 27. And then we'll go to 31 after that. Nice. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I got one of my friends to start watching it. Him and his wife, um, and so like they're now working on their way through the same list that we were, yeah, or, or are going through. But he didn't have that list before they started, so they went back and watched the very first season. Mm-hmm. And he literally texted me like halfway through and was like, "How did you watch this?" Yeah, because I, I haven't. We haven't watched the first season, but he was. They said they were struggling to get through, and. They, I think they started the second one and mm-hmm. I was like, here, here's the list. <laughs> yeah. Watch through the list. Like you'll enjoy it a lot more than what you're doing right now. <laughs> if, if they wouldn't have stopped all of that stuff that was happening, like I'm assuming in the earlier seasons, just like season six, like trying to get these like people to couple up and yeah. like talking about, you know, each other and, mm-hmm you know, sexual ways and stuff. Like <laughs> if they wouldn't have way. stopped that, the show would have not been as successful at all. Yeah, definitely not. Yeah. So they cut that off at a good time. Well, they also showed in the very first few seasons, a lot more survivor. Mm-hmm. Like, like they showed a lot of people like starving. Yeah. And like- <laughs> the Amazon one really was like, like Life scary. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They didn't have like light. For like, yeah, 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 it totally evolves, right? Like the way now it's like, okay, this is all like pre set up. Mm -hmm. Like you're not just like being dropped in the middle of the the, the Amazon. And I I don't think that they're, they're lessening it for anyone. Like, cause I still think like you still see like, you still have to serve. Yeah. yeah, You're still survivor and they're still not eating and stuff like that, but they're just not showing it. Exactly. Yeah. I think it's just as hard. Maybe it's, it fluctuates. I'm sure that some of those like early seasons are just totally brutal, but it's, yeah, they like don't focus on it on the show anymore. Right. It's like, yeah, it's very much like it's a strategy game and that's mm-hmm. like what it's presented as now with, you know, your like human uh, empowering stories to go along with it. But like where, it, yeah, it was before especially early, early on, primarily a show about will these people be able to survive these conditions and like and new challenges. Yeah. Yeah. And the strategy game was yeah. like an afterthought on the show. Right? Say that again. Yeah. No one's died on the show yet. No, correct? no. Thankfully. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nobody's died. There's been yeah. all sorts of bad things that have happened to people, but 
you know, thankfully everyone survived. We've seen a lot of injuries, obviously, and infections and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, racism and sexism and (laughs) all of that, all of that. How how many times have you applied for the show, Alex? Uh, Three or four, I think. Yeah. I've, I've resigned to the fact that I'm probably not what they're looking for. (laughs) Have you changed your persona every time that you've applied? Um, I'm trying to think. The first time, the first couple times I did it as like the church guy, because it was when I was working at a church, right? And I think Mm -hmm. that that was like a, at some point in Survivor's history would have been a thing that they were looking for. But the angle I took most recently was the like, hey, I hate (laughs) myself. And if I... But I love Survivor, and if I got on Survivor and did really well, maybe I wouldn't hate myself so much. Funny thing is, is that they'd probably be more appealed to the fact that everyone else hates me. Like totally, totally. Maybe maybe that would make some. Because <laughs> I think that like there's people that are applying all the time that are like I am the survivor like fan, totally. you know? Yeah, and yeah, so yeah, you, you gotta think you gotta play some kind of angle to yeah. get on there. In the yeah, it it at one point that was like an, an archetype was the survivor super fan, right? But now everybody who's on the show is a survivor super fan, right? Like yeah. by the time you get into the late thirties. And if they're not, it's abundantly clear that they have no idea what's going on. It'd be interesting. There's some people who I can't picture what their inter- their audition would be like. Yeah. Like James. Like, what's he going to do on it? Yeah. Like, interesting. Like, hey, I'm James. <laughs> so Here, I am. Here I am in a tank top. <laughs> yeah. There's also players who end up on the show as like, quote unquote, recruits where they're like casting agents, just like find people. And like, hey, you should, we'd be interested in having you on the show, like, come to this thing. I I wonder if James isn't a recruit. Yeah, I can't see him sending in an audition tape anywhere. (laughs) Doesn't really seem his style. Because there there was, it's funny, because the more, the later we get into the seasons, the more it's, people have now obviously watched the show and know what they're getting into. Yeah. But like, when we were like in the very early stages, even, I would say even China, there was people on there that are like, I've never watched this show before. Right. I think Courtney was one of those people that said like, she, but I've never watched the show. I have no idea. Like how uh, any of this works. Yeah. I'm just here because someone told me to come here. Sure. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It definitely. Yeah. As you get into it, you, you find deeper on, like there's, I don't know. Everybody is deeply familiar with the yeah. show. Right. Or you don't do it. <laughs> yeah. What should we be as we approach Micronesia or fans versus favorites? What should we be um, looking out for as recent viewers of the season? Beyond the obvious. I mean, I think the what they what they focus on so much right at the beginning is like well, all these fans know exactly how we play. Mm-hmm. And so they're like, really talk, they talk about that all the time. But, and they're like, we don't know anything about them. And the fans are like, they don't know anything about us. So we can, you know, do whatever we want. Yeah. And I think the favorites overthink a lot. 
too. Mm-hmm. But they, they they think they're going to play the same way that they played prior. Yeah. And they did a really good job of getting their camp set up like far and away. Like you could tell that experience helped them a ton, mm-hmm. but like, I mean, we can talk about whatever, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, they, they literally lost the first, you know, the first challenge, mm-hmm. even though they were, you know, supposed to be like far and away better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, um, and then like one thing that you hadn't seen a lot, kind of like what we talked about is like people really started forming these like, crushes and like kind of Mm, mm -hmm. relationships on the favorite. Yeah. And so, I mean, that kind of was different, Yeah, but I think the the craziest part is just like after they merge, I think, and they have to try to figure out who they can bring. And then obviously when Ozzy gets voted out, like Mm -hmm. how, I love that too. Terrible. Like how that's mixed everything up and how mad he was. Yeah. Did you guys, (laughs) Ozzy has an OnlyFans now. (laughs) (laughs) No lie. He really does. (laughs) I did see where him and Amanda dated for a little while, apparently after the show was Uh over. Uh Not working out. Yeah. And uh, Jenna Maraska from Amazon. Well, I guess you didn't watch. Season three is Survivor Africa, and Ethan from that season and Jenna dated for a while. Okay. Ethan's a super cool guy. He comes back for, you're probably not ever going to watch Africa. It's season three. It's not very good. Yeah, probably not. But he, he wins that season, and he comes back for season 40, but he, like, had, like, cancer in between his first, mm. well, he came back for All-Stars, and then in between All-Stars and, and um, season 40 he like had cancer and recovered and came back and played survivor again like post cancer it's pretty That's dope crazy. Yeah. yeah yeah i think a lot of people have been harping on colby in the season we're watching right now yes he, apparently he, won, he was awesome in his original won, season and now mm-hmm. he's like and he hasn't won anything yeah superman in a fat suit who calls <laughs> who says yeah. that about him <laughs> yeah. that sucks because i think he's a cool dude yeah. was it tyson is it tyson that says he's like superman in a fat suit I think yeah. so. <laughs> of course it is of course yeah it's yeah his first season was season two which was so the first two seasons especially were like phenomenons right like it was close to monoculture and colby was like um the yeah, like golden boy, great at the challenges, like, I don't know, same kind of like guy as he is in season 20, except he was good <laughs> at the challenges. Uh, kind of like Ozzy. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Except, you know, like he's from Texas. Like, yeah, but like in terms of like being good at the challenges, being pretty good at playing. Yeah. And what happens is he is in. So it's a final two that season, as it is most early seasons. And he wins the final three immunity challenge and similarly to woo takes Tina Wesson along instead of Keith, who he would have beaten a landslide and then Tina beats him at the end. So it's the same sort of like, Mm. and it's because like Tina deserves to be there sort of thing. Yeah. So. Uh, What would you do, Alex, if you were stuck between someone who deserves to be there Someone. I'm winning a million dollars, dude. <laughs> Easy. That's what I thought. Yeah. No, no, no question. Yeah. I'm taking the goat. 
Um, okay, let me just let me just hit you with a few other um, of my favorite sound bites here. Um, I need to hit you with some Survivor, the Amazon ones. There's not a lot here, but there's some good ones. Um, this is Rob talking about his magic eight ball. There are spirits in this jungle, and through the magic of the magic eight ball, I can channel and harness those spirits. <laughs> oh man! And then, it, and then, it, and then it melted in the fire. I know. <laughs> <laughs> we talked about Butch a lot too. Freaking Butch! Freaking Butch! Believe in yourself. <laughs> uh, this one got a lot of play too. It's all good in the neighborhood. It's all gravy, baby. <laughs> oh, this is this is good too. I didn't know that Jesus had a vested interest in Survivor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Rob's great. Uh, I, I think that just about does it. Oh, the the one thing that killed me, and I think Sarah would agree with this about that season, was the uh, frosted tips guy. His question at Tribal about what uh what great american uh person or uh, uh <laughs> do, do you feel like symbolizes you and someone says uh colin powell or something like that like <laughs> was this at final tribal yeah, yeah is it I final tribal? About this who yeah. uh, who asked that the guy that has the first a- guy gets voted out for on uh, amazon um He's the one who had the. Uh, was it Dave? Shark- Dave. Yeah. He asked, like, what great like uh, role model do you have, uh, like person in authority or power or yeah. popularity? <laughs> do you do you like vibe with the most? And someone said Colin Powell, and I was just like, <laughs> what? What a product of its time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, the one thing that we. Um, did enjoy from Survivor of the Amazon was Dina. We we uh, stand Dina really hard. We called her Queena. I like. I like. <laughs> I like she was my favorite. Yeah, she was great. I feel like I would have been friends with her out there. Yeah. Oh, this is this is a, a Dina clip too. Yeah, there's some there's some sexual heat there. Dina's <laughs> <laughs> <is> great. <laughs> oh, anything else, guys, from your Survivor binge journey that you want to talk about? I don't think so. I mean, I think we're planning. We're planning on keep on going. Yeah. I mean, we've literally been watching like almost an episode or two a night awesome. <laughs> yeah. for the past month. So it's uh yeah, it's been it's been fun. We've never had a reality show that we've ever watched together. Mm-hmm. So um, it usually is just reruns of The Office <laughs> or Parks and Rec that are going on for us. Have so. you watched The Circle on Netflix? No, highly recommend it. Yeah, really? it's really good. Yeah, it's really good. <laughs> I've heard yeah. a lot of people say it. So, yeah, it's really good. Do you think that when Survivor 41 hits the air, hopefully this summer, will you tune in? If we're caught up. OK. I don't know if it even matters if we're caught up. It, it all it'll depends be, on what the it'll be a new player season. It'll be a new player season. Yeah. Then I, I say we will. I think we'll yeah, probably watch it fun. live. Yeah, cool. Um, I think if it was like a returning or all star or something like that, right. we might not. But do you think that it's players. been like not as unique? Because you said they're all at the same location every time now. They just have different themes. Do you think that takes away from it? That's a good question. I think that it can for sure. Like, I think that 
So season 40 was great. It was all former winners, which was just like so epic, you know, like mm-hmm. one of those things that you dream about. But the two before that were bottom like five all time seasons. They were just bad. And I think that, yeah, being in the same spot has led to some. Um, it, it's like they overthink stuff in production, right? Instead of just being like, all right, now we're here and we're going to play Survivor. It's like, what if we do this and this? And it just gets so like chaotic and convoluted that it's like you kind of lose the forest for the trees a little bit, right? Well, and it's like, I feel like one thing that's unique about it now with the seasons we've seen is like the different like Pearl Islands, they had like all this these Fish. sea creatures that they could yeah. eat and then coconuts. But then some of China was like mm-hmm. you know, a whole different set of food that they could eat. Yeah. And it's like, I don't know. I just think that that kind of, and maybe it's like you said, as you go on, they're not really focusing on that part of it anyway. So it may not make that much of a difference, but yeah. And what, was the, what was the decision behind it? They said while they're staying, a lot of it has to do with budget. Gotcha. In that it's way cheaper and easier to just say, like, this is the survivor. Set. I mean, it's like doing the Olympics every two times a year. Yeah, totally. <laughs> like, yeah. you have to set up a whole new thing and mm-hmm. a whole new. Well, and the amount of, like, I feel like as the seasons go on, too, they are building bigger and bigger challenges. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think Tokenese was where we saw it the first time, whenever like, they had, like, this, like, entire maze built out that spelt survivor. Yeah. Like, Oh man, that probably took days. Uh-huh. You know? uh-huh. <laughs> like, yeah. So. Oh, what? Well, let me ask this. What has been some of your favorite individual challenges? Can you remember like any specific challenges that you were like, this is really cool. This is very fun. I, I love it. For uh, me, I'll, I'll, I'll jog your memory. For me, one of my all time favorites is the final four challenge in Kagiyan where they like start on the big poles um, and then they like have the um, the ladder and the slide puzzle where Tony's mm-hmm. just like on the slide puzzle, like a freaking madman going zero miles a minute. Like somebody writing, he was like the first one there. say what he was the first one to get to the puzzle. Right. Yeah. 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 And it's like when somebody has their like bike in the lowest gear and they're like pedaling super fast, but going nowhere, <laughs> he's just going on that slide <laughs> puzzle and Cass yeah. comes like all the way back to win. That for me is like one of my favorite challenges ever. I think any of the ones that like require them to go over and under with a rope. Oh, cool. Like, yeah, uh-huh. um, I don't know. I find those interesting because there's also a puzzle tied to that, mm-hmm. and just like seeing like the it it helps out a ton, but usually ends up being whoever's better at puzzles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> at the, end of the, day. the great equalizer. I, I really like also anything that's physical too. Like I liked watching most of the challenge, the individual challenges, and JT in his season. Mm-hmm. He just was super good at the physical part, but he was also really good at the puzzle parts yeah and so i think i can't remember the specific one There's but one. it ended with the the life-size like handheld game of the maze with the little metal mm-hmm. ball mm-hmm. um and went up against coach i think mm-hmm. at the end and i uh but i also like the ones that are like kind of simple too like 
the ones in China were cool. The one in China mm-hmm. where Courtney could not cut that. <laughs> yeah. so but like that challenge was a cool challenge. Yeah, yeah. she's just. She's like, I'm she's sorry, like, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Courtney got a, a bad streak there of challenges early on where it's like, tackle this person or then, chop then, this thing. But then she sits on that barrel for like two hours. <laughs> yes, yeah. It's awesome. Like, it's I, like. I, honestly, it's it's kind of funny when you're talking about this with heroes um, or villains that we're watching, but you wonder like, how some of these people don't get voted out for being so weak in those challenges. Like, how did Courtney make it through anything mm-hmm. whenever she was literally the person that was on the bench on every single challenge? And if she got put in, they knew they weren't going to win. Yeah. Um, and I think that's the unique thing about the whole show. Well, and, is like the weak person can often stay because yeah. they're weak. Yeah. Yeah. Because like Sandra also sucks at oh, challenges. Yeah. She's terrible, like, she, terrible she at challenges. Yeah. Like I, there was one challenge where like on uh, uh, on Pearl Islands where she was like, "Oh darn, swimming!" And someone makes a comment of like, "Would it really matter if it was swimming?" Or <laughs> 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 yeah, one of the things that I always say about Survivor that makes it such a unique and good game is how. There is no like set win condition, which is yeah. normally like, you know, is essential for a game, but that yeah. it's just the player that the everybody else votes for at the end. And it can be based on anything. Right. And so mm-hmm. like, it, yeah, it's like the player that wins always deserves to win because they always got the most votes. And like, if you don't think they deserve to win, it's because the jury valued something differently than you did. Right. And it's like, yeah, it's just so unique. I think to like, yeah, have to, there's just so much like social strategic, like intricacy involved. You have to like well, the people that you look at that in everyday life, you'd think, Oh my gosh, they would dominate anything like, like James yeah. or something like that. Like they'll never win. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's going to let him get there. The end. Yeah. Threat management. Mm-hmm. Is one of the most important things to win Survivor, I think. You can never let your threat level get too high. Unless threat, threat level minimum. Yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> unless you just keep finding idols, then I guess you can. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So no, I think we're definitely gonna keep watching. And uh well, we'll, we'll see how this season ends up. I have I don't I don't have any idea. Yeah. Of- win at this point i just hope it's not russell yeah uh-huh <laughs> i don't think it will be so yeah the, it, i mean it's 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 an excellent season it's like the i think widely like agreed upon top tier mm-hmm. is heroes vs villains kagiyan and micronesia yeah yeah and like pearl islands is like right in the mix too depending on your mileage with like the really classic seasons. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's great. It, it ends in a, uh, an exciting way too. So (laughs) cool. Well, thanks for joining us and any last thoughts before we close out. Now I'm sure you'll continue to get texts from us as we make our way through the rest of this. Yeah. Yes. It's funny because I know that you've seen them all, so I was just sending you a text like, can't believe about this guy. And I'm like, I know he does. He's not what I'm talking about. <laughs> so. Somebody... well, and now, now that we're 
now that we're moving back, we can have a uh, you know Adam and yeah. maybe we can do a finale watch of the next season. Totally, yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, I was gonna say we should um, do something with the live season when it comes on. Yeah, for sure. Awesome. Well, thank you for joining us, and thank you, listeners, for listening to this episode of Outwatch. Make sure that you are following or subscribed to the feed so that you don't miss what's coming up next. We, I believe, the next episode will be the first portion of our Survivor Cook Islands um, watch. Uh, we're going to kind of speed through this one before we hit Micronesia because it is required watching for Micronesia, if you ask me. Um, but doesn't stand on its own super well. So, yeah, make sure that you're following and listener support is active. That link is in our description. Thank you to our listeners who do support us. That um, allows us to do this uh, speed watch so that we don't have to watch the ads on Paramount Plus. Otherwise, we would not be able to <laughs> skip through all this stuff feasibly at all. So we appreciate those of you who support. Um, and of course, if you enjoy what you're hearing here, click that button and you can um, give us some cash. Thanks for listening and we'll see you next time.